Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the 100 Series Everyday Awesome Podcast, streaming live on Twitch, on our Twitch channel. Welcome to everyone who's tuning in right now live. And I'm excited right now. I have a very good friend of mine who is joining me for the first time on the podcast. We're in season two now, and she's finally here coming <laughs> to us from down in St. Louis, Cassidy. Ooh. Cassidy Miles, what's up? Hi, I'm from the loop and I'm proud. Not really, I'm not originally from here, but it's been my home for a long time. So I just say that it's my home. <laughs> you know what? I don't think I've been to St. Louis in like forever. I think oh. I was there like one time in college and that was some years ago. Uh, that gives you an idea of how old I am. But yeah, it's been a long time since I've been in St. Louis. It's great. I love it here. I love the people here. And it's just, it's a beautiful city. And I think it has a lot to offer. And like, I don't know why I thought that St. Louis was farther away than it actually is, but it's only like four hours from the Quad Cities, which yeah. surprised me. Not bad. If the, if we can get this dang coronavirus under control, we could actually see each other in person and do like a photo shoot. Oh man. You know, I've had to like cancel, like, I don't know how many trips to LA because of the ongoing global situation, if you will. So it's like, mm -hmm. I'm just been landlocked here in the QC doing my thing. Thankfully, given the beauty, the beauty of technology, still able to stay in, stay in touch with everyone, which is kind of a good thing that this didn't happen in like 2005. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. oh man, can you imagine? Like, <laughs> no, like no internet. Well, well they, they, there was internet, but, but it was nothing like this. No, we now it's like it's so cool that we have all these different platforms to connect with people and we can share and grow a community through social media, which is what you do with the 100 series, which is how I found you was from Instagram. Yeah, it's it's so it's so interesting how you can meet someone and never really actually like see them face to face, although we've obviously we've seen each other face to face several times, although yeah, it's been like a, almost like more than a year since the last time we've actually seen each other face to face. I think you're right. Because I wasn't able to come to your birthday this year. But I went last year, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think of how long we've known each other. Because it, it doesn't like seem like it's... It seems like it's been longer than I think the actual I, amount of I know time. the first time <laughs> we met face to face was like two years ago. Wow. Yeah, it was like summer. Yeah, summer That's 2018. Awesome. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, right? It's crazy. like, and now it's, you know, the end of 2020. Oh, no. Oh did God. I lose you? Did I lose you? Or, no, oh. I, have a phone, I have a phone call. Someone's calling me. Oh, no. <laughs> Hang on. I'll have to call him back. I was like, what happened? Where did everything go? Like my, my I entire, didn't go anywhere. My entire, my entire screen just shifted away. And I thought I lost the connection. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. But no, someone called me. I, I need to figure out how to like dis because my I'm on I'm on my Mac computer, which is connected to my iPhone. So whatever <laughs> happens to my phone happens to my computer and it just I don't know it's, how to like, connected. I know. I need to like figure out how to disconnect so that doesn't happen. <laughs> Cause that was very jarring. 
But yeah, anyways, how you guys doing out there in the internet land? <laughs> oh, by the way, you're wearing the same shirt I'm wearing right now. You're, yeah. you're wearing the You're wearing the, the Live Awesome shirt. The Live Awesome Team right. 100. I love this sweatshirt. It's so soft and yeah, it's warm. A funny, it's a funny story about these sweatshirts in particular because these actually were a mistake. These these sweatshirts. Like really? I, I had like another another design. Her name is uh the artist who made this design was Ginger Hamilton, Ginger CC. She actually made the that right there, that little piece of artwork. Oh cool. Yeah, so she uh, made this design and she made another design that has like T100 in big and then Live Awesome in small. So it's like reverse. So I went with that one originally. But like when I sent the design to my uh, printer, like I sent him everything. And I think he got he got he got it confused and like put this one first. So oh. then I, I had to so then I had to go back and let him know that that wasn't the one that I wanted. Because I also like made a mock-up too of what I wanted, and this wasn't what well, wasn't it. But anyways, we got it figured out and everything. So I ended up with uh, with with these shirts still, just to, to, to uh, you know sell, and people bought them like yourself. Yeah, cause they're so cool. And they're very roomy oh, too. Backwards. Yes, I like how they fit, and I like the softness and now that it's cold and i hate i hate the cold so having a sweater with a team 100 on it is really awesome because i have all the tank tops and stuff and the crop tops but I, a sweater is definitely helpful for these cold winter days and i'm definitely going to be getting more so ugh, excuse me if you want to get a sweatshirt and you haven't had one or if you already have one and you want another one because why not have more than one you know yeah DM me, DM me on here on Twitch. If Twitch has DMs, I have no idea. I'm still going to <laughs> Twitch. Um, Facebook, Instagram, you know, just let, let me know. They'll, they are extremely soft and extremely comfortable. And I'm definitely going to be getting another one for myself. I might do like black because I think black is like the new black. <laughs> so it's just timeless everybody everybody wears i think black it's some part of their wardrobe i don't know why i'm talking like that <laughs> yeah i think most of my most of my wardrobe is black nowadays i don't know why but yeah just it's just very it goes with everything you know you can wear yeah, exactly you can wear a black with any other color and it doesn't look weird yes facts sometimes I dress like a toddler and I have the most random colors and patterns worn together. <laughs> That's cool too. You know, you know who's, who is, who are we to say what is weird or not weird or cool or not cool. They're, right. just, sub, they're just, they're all subjective, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's why I've like recently, I've, you can't really tell because I don't have great internet connection, but I've been experimenting with makeup a lot this year. I mean, mostly because of, you know, having to spend a lot of time at home. And even though I can't go anywhere, it's just like a fun way of self-expression, a, a time that I can be creative and just slap crazy colors on my face. <laughs> I think a lot of us during this time has been, have had to reinvent ourselves 
mm-hmm. just just in order to adjust with everything that's going on i know i've had to reinvent the way i do things i know you've had to reinvent the way you've done things and I've, every, every everybody has every business every person they've had to make adjustments to make you know you know to make room not not make room but to make do with what you have given the ongoing global situation yep <laughs> but anyways i know a lot of you guys are out there are wanting to know who my guest is so if you wouldn't mind please let everyone know exactly who is cassidy miles oh man okay hi i'm cassidy <laughs> uh a lot of people call me cass or you can call me smiles that is my roller derby name which obviously I haven't been playing roller derby for a while but i still like to be called smiles because i usually look like this <laughs> on social media because i try to spread as much positivity and happiness out into the world that I can. Um, I am a biologist. I'm in graduate school right now to study biology, particularly fisheries biology. I am a huge uh, advocate for LGBTQ rights and for racial justice and social justice. I am a huge advocate for picking up trash when you see it. (laughs) That's been kind of my thing lately. Uh, What else? I don't know what else to touch on. Um, Oh, I started kind of like a thing, a fundraiser for the American Fisheries Society Hutton program. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, you have the pin. That was the first like launch. Uh, a tattoo artist that I connected with on Instagram. His name is Drewler, D-R-E-W-L-R. He helped me design this. And we sold the pins first, and it they sold in like one and a half days. And we raised wow. over $1,000 for this Hutton program. And what the Hutton program is, is it provides a paid summer internship for high school students all over the country. They get to be with a mentor for the summer that is in fisheries and they get paid and the goal is to also reach underrepresented groups. So queer kids, uh, black, indigenous, people of color and women as well, um, young women, uh, because the fisheries field, it doesn't it doesn't have a lot of diversity and a lot of folks don't know that they can get a job in fisheries. I personally didn't know I could become a fisheries biologist till I was like 22 and I had already graduated with a bachelor's degree and I didn't know what to do with my life. So this is a great way to get kids involved in fisheries and in the outdoors and let them know that they can pursue a career in fish and wildlife. So that's that's kind of, What I've been all about is the outdoors is for everyone and inside the fish is a is the inclusive pride flag so it has the trans flag colors black and brown stripes and then the classic rainbow that we're used to seeing. Wow that's really cool and you said that (laughs) and who was the name of the artist who did that? Drewler D-R-E-W-L-R He is the tattoo artist and also just like an avid fly fisherman. He fishes for fun. 
and I don't even remember how I found him. It's kind of just the same way I found you, like just being on Instagram and like following certain hashtags, you come across really amazing people. And then you start to look at their page, look at their content and you just start to connect. And I, I just reached out to him and asked him if he wanted to help me design uh, something. Cause I don't have any kind of like design skills. <laughs> Very cool. I love that. I love being when different entrepreneurs, different artists you know, come together because one, you're, you know, reason why for this cause, but also by doing that, you're helping him or helping, helping him out by showing his art to so many other people around the area, around the world, yeah. around the region. Yeah, it's really cool. It's been like a passion project and I'm really excited about it. I can't wait to like hopefully make more merch items and make more pins. There's a lot of stuff on the, for the future. I can't do it right now because I'm super busy with school, but I'm excited to, to grow it some more and see where it can, see it blossom, I guess. <laughs> right. And you said you're, you're in grad school at Western, right? But you're not at Western, obviously, because... Of everything not physically thankfully i don't have to be there physically for any classes or anything i'm doing the one class that i have right now i can do online so excuse me i had a cup um i can do everything from my computer so i'm really thankful for that just one class yeah just one class this semester which is lovely <laughs> because the, my past three semesters i've been taking two or three classes and that was so stressful <laughs> Wow, that's that's still that's still though because I've I've never been to grad school. I've only done undergrad, so I don't have any experience when it comes to what grad life or what that's oh, all about or anything. Man, so it doesn't sound like a lot, like three or two classes a semester. But on top of that, you're also you're in charge of your own research project. At least this is how it is for biology students going to grad school. I don't, I have no idea what the experience is like for other. Uh, subjects of study but for as far as biology students go you have a research project that you have to do your own field work for or um, if it's like lab based you do lab work for it and you just basically design your own field work project and you have to write a thesis and also take classes so it's a lot and sometimes uh you're also a teaching assistant so you help teach classes i'm not um which is probably a good thing because i would have been way too overwhelmed <laughs> but a lot of my friends in school are also teaching assistants on top of that which means they teach the labs and other portions of the classes for the professors so your plate is just full grad school is a lot of work <laughs> But you're almost done though, right? I'm almost done. I might have to continue for one more semester just so I can add more to my thesis and have more time to work on my thesis because they have really early deadlines for everything and just given what's going on in the world, it has been a really, really hard semester for me. And you think like it'd be simple. It's like, oh, you you know, you can't go anywhere anyway, so just sit on your computer and write all day. But I struggle with that. <laughs> so I might have to go one more semester to finish out a couple things, but that's fine. I'm, I'm not ashamed to do that. If everyone has their own path, their own journey. You don't have to finish school in 
two years like it's recommended. I actually know a lot of folks that took longer to get their degrees due to whatever reason. There are endless reasons why, but so yeah, it's it's hard, but I just take it one day at a one day at a time now, and I just make lists of doable things I can accomplish within a day. I write down every meeting I have and whatnot, and I just try to stay on top of it <laughs> as best I can. That's all you really can do, you know? Oh, yeah. That's all you can do. So what, what, what got you involved in biology? Like, what made you want to say, hey, I want to I wanna pursue this as a career? Um, uh, most people, when they answer this question, I feel like, are like, well, my parents, blah, blah, blah. But my family's not into hunting or fishing, really. They're into hiking. So we did hike a lot as a kid when, we, when I was young. But we weren't like super outdoorsy. And then when I was in high school, my favorite, favorite class was biology. And I was in an AP biology class. And my teacher was Mrs. Connie Shook. She is still uh, kind of the reason why I have just been pursuing biology the rest of my life since senior year of high school because she inspired me and she made it fun and interesting. I didn't like anything else. <laughs> I really struggled in school. I think I have ADHD or something because I've, I've always struggled with school, no matter what grade or level, it's hard. But that class, I was excited for it. I wanted to go to class. I wanted to hear her talk. Like, she changed my life. <laughs> so shout out to Connie Shook. You're an amazing educator and just a fantastic human. And then after that, I started undergrad and I just kept pursuing biology. I took as many different biology classes as I could and just kept rolling with it <laughs> because it was the only subject that I, I was passionate about. Even though I didn't really know what I wanted to do yet, I just know it had to be in the realm of biology, if that makes sense. Cool. And after you're, you're all done with grad school and everything, and you walk across, and hopefully by this time, you actually can walk across a graduation stage. What's the next step? What do you, how do you plan on using that, that master's? Uh, I'm, my goals have changed a little bit since I actually started grad school two years ago to now. I thought I just wanted to be like, well, not just. I thought I wanted to be a large river ecologist, so a fisheries biologist that works either for a federal agency or a state agency like the Department of Natural Resources or the uh, Department of Conservation. And you just do research and you do field work and that's all the stuff that I love. But I just, my goals have kind of shifted and I'm super passionate about outreach and education and sharing anything about fish and wildlife work with kids, especially um, younger, high school age is especially important too, just young people in general. I'm really, really passionate about outreach and education and I really want to pursue something in that realm. So rather than being maybe a fisheries biologist that does outreach and education on the side, 
I would rather have it be the other way around. So like us, and these positions don't really exist right now. And if they do, they're really hard to get. I've noticed because I've been applying for jobs like a mad woman. But I want to be like the outreach and education coordinator or the diversity and inclusion coordinator, something that involves those things so that we are working towards educating as many people as possible about why they should care about fish and wildlife, why they should care about the environment, and why it's cool to study aquatic insects or fish or birds, whatever it may be. I think that would be something that I could be passionate about and I would look forward to going to work every day if I could educate kids. <laughs> that was a really long answer, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that was good, that was really good. You know, I, you don't really meet a lot of people who are, you know, that passionate about biology. I mean, sure, like I've, I've had so many different people on this podcast from fitness to fashion, to music, to painting. So the fact that That's you're so cool. into biology, that means that someone's out there is going to watch this and they're going to, you know, either one, become interested in biology or two, they're already interested and they're going to see someone else who's pursuing it the way you are. And that's going to further empower them to pursue their own dreams, goals, and ambitions. Oh, I hope so. I just, I always want people to pursue their dreams for a long time. I was just like trying to work for the sake of working. And it is, it's hard to pursue your dreams because the world revolves around money. But if you, you you should just try your hardest and make it happen no matter what. You don't have to make it happen immediately. Like if it takes a long time, it doesn't matter. You should always pursue your dreams because it's just so, it's so rewarding. I can't imagine doing anything else and I'm not going to give up till I get where I want to be. And probably by the time I get there, I'm going to have new goals that I want to accomplish. So you're just Absolutely. always going to be working towards something. And that wow. gives you like the drive to keep going. I, I call I call that the next level. Yes. You know? It's like once you it's and to me, once you reach the next level, it's automatically your responsibility to reach the next level, you know? Uh-huh. It's onwards and upwards. You just keep building, you keep pushing yourself, you keep challenging yourself, you know? You gotta keep growing. Yeah, don't settle. Yeah, always grow. Oh, that is my favorite quote, is that you should just grow. I even have a tattoo of that. It says I shall grow and grow <laughs> surrounded by flowers so that I remember that I'm always growing and moving towards something. Very cool. Now, the reason why I brought you onto this podcast was because uh, yesterday, and I'm talking about today is recording on a Tuesday, and you did this yesterday, Monday, November mm -hmm. 16th. Uh, just so everyone has a, a date reference there and on your Instagram live. And unfortunately it didn't, it, it, it didn't say, I, I caught some of it uh, while you're, while you're doing it, but I know it didn't say for you. So I want and I really like what you had to say and I wanted to bring you on here just so you could share and get that out there to everyone. Man. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't remember why I just, sometimes I get in a mood where I want to go on Instagram live. Cause I have some like thoughts that I want to share that maybe will 
I don't know, help someone or spark a conversation with someone. But yesterday I just felt like it. And I'm so mad that it, Instagram didn't save it and it didn't post. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Who knows? I'm technologically challenged sometimes. So it was probably my own fault. But anyways, um, let's see. Where do I start with that? I, I was kind of just venting about how difficult it is to pursue a career in fisheries biology. I mean, really just fish and wildlife in general and about the hoops you have to jump through and the struggles and how it it takes a long time to get to those higher positions where you're actually paid a livable wage and have insurance and all of those things that are just like should be available to everyone but they're not um i don't know which part of my <laughs> my instagram rant that you saw or which parts you want me to emphasize about but I can just kind so, of. So, yeah, so I know you're talking a lot about your mental health uh, in, in there. You're talking about how you were taking out student loans, although you mm -hmm. didn't have to, but you mm -hmm. had to. So kind of talk about some of, of those things. Yeah, so when you're, usually when you go to grad school, um, you're, you don't have to pay tuition because it's, if you go to the right place, they uh, pay, pay you to go to school essentially. Like you are considered a research assistant and you don't have to pay tuition. But <laughs> uh, you're also not paid enough really to like live. So I don't know how it is at other places. Some places I think folks don't even get paid, but I get paid $11 an hour, but only for 20 hours a week. Even though I'm technically like on the computer researching when I had field work, whatever, I was working 40 to 50 hour weeks and I'm only getting paid for part 20 time. hours. Yeah. So it's technically part time, even though you are a full time student, like it is everything. It's your whole life. You don't, a lot of people try and get part time jobs while they're in grad school. I'm not one of those people who could have done that because classes were really hard and it required hours and hours and hours to do my homework and to study. So I wasn't a person who could get a part-time job. So I took out student loans so that I could pay my rent and buy groceries and do all these things. I just had to do what I had to do. Like it's frustrating because I know I'm going to have to pay those back, but uh, that is something that I think really weighs on people's mental health is financial stress. And I know that's, that's a struggle for pretty much everyone I know. I don't know a person who isn't struggling financially uh, just because we're all not paid enough. We overwork and everything costs so much. It's just like it really weighs on you. But the student loans help alleviate that. <laughs> for now so I'll just have to worry about them later <laughs> but that's just like a something that I talked about a, to a therapist with a long time ago is that she was like okay so you have all these things coming at you you have financial stress you have school stress you have job stress you have you know all these things that are coming at you at one time if it was just one at a time you could handle it, you'd be fine. But because it's all of these things at once, you are feeling like the world is going to end and it's going to crash and you can't control anything. 
and that really like clicked in my mind. I was like, oh yeah, she's right. <laughs> and that's why, that's why we got to talk about these things so that people know that they're not alone. Like we're all struggling with our mental health, with our financials, with our relationships, with our friendships, with school, with work, the political climate, the fate of the planet, the C word that shall not be named that is making us all stay home. Like it's so much at one time. And I mean, yesterday I was crying my eyeballs out. Yesterday was hard like for so many reasons. And today I decided to start the day, you know, new. It's a fresh start. I'm not going to think about yesterday. I'm going to focus on this podcast with you and I'm going to focus on, you know, just like walking my dog, picking up trash, doing my makeup. I'm going to think about those things today and I'm not going to think about the stress I was having yesterday. And that, that really helped. I just went on like a tangent and talked about so many things. <laughs> no, that's good stuff. That's really good. And, and yeah, mental health. I know everyone, everyone's in the same boat, you know, this is, unprecedented i know that's been said a lot this year mm -hmm. it's unprecedented no one's nobody in our life has gone through what we're all what we're all going through right now so exactly and it's so we don't know how to how to deal with it and and like i was talking to Haley degreve who's um she runs the, the gray matters here in the quad cities and, i love her she's amazing yeah she's great and you know, we had a really good conversation all about, you know, mental health and really about, about how that pertains, especially in the social media climate. But mm -hmm. I also want to talk, just talk about mental health, just, you know, social media aside, but just having to just deal with all the things that are happening and, and processing, you know, all, you know, everything. Like what have been some ways that you've, processed everything just to keep yourself you no know, you no know, from you know from from ah that's what I'm looking for to keep yourself sane there you go yeah uh, it has been a battle <laughs> I mean I it's like it wasn't overnight but it was almost like I had woken up and I'm still angry that I have been like asleep to certain things for a while, I guess, because I live in a lot of privilege as a white female. And it just like overnight, I was like, there are so many things that are bad and wrong and I need to fix them. <laughs> I don't know. So I just kind of jumped head first into activism and was trying to self-educate and look up so many things and figure out how I can make a difference in just my life and it was overwhelming and it's still overwhelming but it's necessary and i think the way to stay sane is that you do have to take social media breaks i was on my phone all day long every day looking at so many things and it can it can get so overwhelming for all of those other things i listed earlier when we talk about the the unrest in this country the divide in this country climate change, everything, everything that's going on in the world and also what's going on in your personal life. That is so much to deal with right now. 
and you just have to get off your phone because a lot of times I've heard the phrase doom scrolling. Yeah. You're just, you're just keep going. And it's just like, <gasps> it gets worse. It gets worse. It gets worse. People are fighting on Facebook. Families are being destroyed. Friendships are being broken. And it's just like, uh, there's literally places on the planet that are on fire and you, you just have to stop. You just have to stop and do something else. Go outside, exercise, paint. I don't know. Whatever someone's like outlet is, you have to do that. You have to put the phone away as difficult as it is. Educating yourself is important and getting the information out to folks is important, but you have to take breaks or you're going, you're just going to be overwhelmed and you're not going to be able to handle it. And that's, that's keeps happening to me. I have to remind myself to take a break, to put the phone away, turn it off so that you don't get those notification sounds and breathe and think about other things for a little bit. <laughs> that's the only way I can stay sane is I, I have to take breaks and literally check out of the world and just kind of be in the moment and focus on whatever it is I'm doing in that moment. And that's why you is, go on the walks, right? And, and you yes. get the trash. Uh-huh. So having a dog is awesome for that reason. I take her for a walk and we hike around all these different places. And I started picking up trash while I was doing it. So we also became like a side passion project. Leave it better than you found it. Pick up trash when you see it. But it also gave me a chance to like, what I love most is being out in nature. And that's also why I wanted to pursue biology as a career. I like to be outside and I enjoy being around all, all, of, the, all of the things around us. So that gives me a moment to clear my head, to just enjoy being out in nature with my dog. And I can sort of reset my mind. So I'm not so doom and gloom and focused on all the negatives. I'm starting to remember all of the good things and all of the beauty that's in the world. And I can focus on that. <laughs> and are there a lot of like cool hiking spots where you live at? Uh, well, since we're right by the airport and pretty close to St. Like downtown St. Louis, I have to drive a little bit to find places, but there are within 30 minutes different directions 20 minutes some ways so it's still it's still pretty close which is nice but i i also don't really mind driving a little bit because then you can turn on whatever you want and listen to some music to get you you know out of your head nice my dog is chewing on a blanket stop it and, and what kind of dog do you have she is a mixed breed. The shelter didn't know what she was either. She was just like brought in by someone. But I think uh, after like researching different breeds lately, that's also been something to help distract me from the world is trying to figure out what my dog is. Um, there's something called a, I'm going to say it wrong, Cata, Catahoula Hound, hmm. which I think she is mixed with a Whippet. And a Whippet is kind of like a, a Greyhound-looking dog. So she has like a super deep body, and then she's narrow in the back, and she's crazy fast. That's this what dog gonna, can run. That's what I was going to say. Is like, she looks like a Greyhound. Yeah, she's got that Greyhound body, but she's also like a total hound and hunts squirrels and everything. <laughs> like, Whoa. 
She's got webbed toes and she's kind of got that hound face and floppy ears and her tail is curled like a whippet and she's got the white tip on her tail. She won't sit still if I try to pull her in, but <laughs> she's beautiful. If you want to see what my dog looks like, check out my Instagram. Like, You don't have to follow me, but you can look at her pictures if you want. <laughs> no, follow her. Follow you. Follow, follow Cassidy. I mean, yeah, you can if you want. <laughs> and one thing I also noticed that I've seen a lot on your recent posts is that at the very end of every caption, you always put a, like, a, like a description of what is in these pictures. Yes. I thought that was pretty cool. Talk about that. Yeah. So um, I was trying to figure out ways to make Instagram more inclusive because something I've learned is that um, blind folks do have Instagram accounts. And in order for them to know what's going on, you can put hashtag. Sorry if that was loud. My dog just shook her head around. Um, hashtag accessibility and then you can put in brackets the photo description to describe what you posted and this is a great way for folks who are blind to still participate and be a part of the Instagram community they I don't know how the technology works but that um, photo description is you know like read to them and they can figure out what you're posting so I started doing that recently and it's just a it's a great way to be more inclusive and to make your Instagram more accessible to other people. Wow. I, I never knew that. Like I, I would never think yeah. that a blind person would yeah, would, would have like in, an Instagram because like you would think like if they're blind, how can they see the pictures, you know, because Instagram is a very mm -hmm. picture heavy app. Yeah. And there's also a way. I don't. I don't. I haven't figured this out yet, but I need to look into it. There, um, like when people do videos on their stories, and if they're like talking, there is a way that you can have the text of what you're saying pop up as you're saying it, and that's also a great way for to make your Instagram more inclusive. I haven't figured that one out yet, but it's on my list of to dos. Right. Well, <laughs> so that when you're just talking, yeah. yep, they can hear what you're, or or no, sorry, that's so that folks who are hard of hearing or deaf know what you're saying. Yeah, because that's what I do on my on my videos on Facebook. I, I have like auto uh, closed captioning turned on, so it'll automatically generate uh, captioning for what's being said. Sometimes, most of the time, it, it gets it pretty right, although there are some times where <laughs> you can definitely yeah. tell that it, <laughs> It, it's a, it's a, it's a machine, so it's not gonna be perfect, you know. Yeah, it won't be perfect, but it's a it's a great way to be more inclusive, and so that more folks can like uh, absorb your content, so they feel included. It's it's really awesome. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So obviously, with the ongoing global situation going on, one thing that you like to do a lot is is skate. Yes. So have you been able to do much much skating? I obviously you know roller derby is, is has been canceled pretty much mm -hmm. everywhere. Yeah. Um have a lot a lot of friends here in the Quad Cities who are on or who are in leagues or haven't been able to to really do anything but go to the skate parks or you know, skate on the trails. Have you been able to 
do any, you know, trail skating or anything like that? Yeah, I've been trying to trail skate as much as possible. And now I even bring my dog with me and I've gotten her used to me being on skates around her because at first she was terrified. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, I had adopted a dog that's scared of roller skates. What do we do? <laughs> but it was fine. Uh, it just take it. It just took some getting used to, and now I I can go to places that have a relatively smooth path, and I can skate, and she gets exercise, and then we're both exhausted by the end of it, which is perfect. <laughs> so the weather is starting to change, but it's still actually not that bad here. Um, it's still pretty sunny, and it's a little chilly, but if you bundle up and while you're skating, you you're pretty warm anyway. So I try to trail skate at least. Mm, at least a couple times a month now I've been do, able to do it. I try to go once a week, but it doesn't always work out. But it's a great way to get exercise, and it's a great way for me to get outside. The more that my body, like, sees the sunlight and absorbs the sunlight, mm -hmm. the happier it is. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. So, yeah, I think now I'm going to switch it up a little bit. And uh -oh. I am going to to uh, do what's called the crow's nest. So I'm going to reach into my little bag of tricks here. And I have like a bunch of questions <gasps> right here. Oh, no. Okay. A bunch of random questions. And I'm only going to do three of them. So I'm going to pick I'm gonna pick them out. Pick one out at a time. And I'm going to ask you whatever is written on these little slips of paper. I wrote these oh like... I wrote these early this summer. And I forgot what I wrote. So this is going to be very interesting. <laughs> so it'll be a surprise for both of us. Yeah. All right, here we go. What? Oh, oh, this one's actually very appropriate given your nickname. What always brings a smile to your face? Ah, that is too funny. The universe wanted that to happen. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, I could probably list so many things. Dogs are probably the number one thing. I love dogs more than anything. Um, seeing people excited about something, especially if it's like their passion or their job, if they're just like seeing people's faces light up when they talk about what they're working on or what they do, that's my favorite thing in the whole wide world. I love that. Um, anything sparkly. I'm a toddler, so I love unicorns and rainbows and stuff like that. Do you have a um, unicorn tattoo? Yes, I do. It's on my thigh, so I don't. I can't really show it right now because I have pants on. But check yeah, your Instagram. I have this, yeah, check my Instagram. I have a huge unicorn thigh piece, and it it looks like ugh, it's amazing. It has all these. It has all the colors of the rainbow on it, and it was extremely painful, but totally worth it. <laughs> is is are dice are thigh tattoos painful? I've I've only had my my left arm tattooed and my back, and those and those were fine, but not 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 the thigh yet. I thought it wouldn't hurt because you're like, oh, that's like a really meaty, a lot of meat you know, there. thick area. It's not like directly on the bone or anything. No, <laughs> my legs swelled up. It was it was painful. I. Did, uh, I didn't enjoy it, but it was worth it for the end product, for sure. Nice, nice. All right, let's go ahead and dive in here. Let's grab another one. Oh, boy. 
Dude, let's do this one. All right, what's your favorite memory from the last five years? Oh, gosh. Oh, man. My memory is terrible. Five years. How old am I? I'm 30. Um, so it would have been 25. Past five years. That is hard because... I could pick several different things. I think I have to go with roller derby memories because I started roller skating. I think it'll be it'll be 4 years this January and I started roller derby probably about almost 3 or 4 years ago and it changed my life. <laughs> I never thought I could ever do it because it's a high contact sport and I've never been that good at sports, but it's the coolest thing ever and it's such a great community and I met so many amazing people through roller derby. And it's just, it felt like a place where you could be yourself and you know, nothing is like too weird. Like roller derby people are kind of eccentric or really unique in some way, but also, every person is different. Anyone from any walk of life, any profession can play roller derby. Like anyone can learn to roller skate. I think that's why I like it so much. So maybe like my favorite memories are just like, you know, my first scrimmage, my first game, my first, uh, first time I scored points as a jammer first time getting fouled out like <laughs> all of those things it just really great memories of skating with people and meeting like a whole a whole new mm -hmm. group of people and i remember seeing on one of your posts i think actually this was actually was in your your live actually too that you had yesterday but i think you said that and correct me if i'm wrong that Derby save your life? Yes, it really did. Ah, I forgot that I said that. You know, I just like, I've, I've battled depression and anxiety, I think since I was probably 12 or 13. And I was just, I was in another, I was in another deep wall in my life. My life is just a roller coaster. And I was in a really horrible low, low. And my friend, Rebecca Arns was like, you should come play roller derby. And I was like, you're insane. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> I can't walk on a flat surface without falling down. What makes you think I can wear wheelie shoes and hit people with my body? But it gave me purpose. It gave me a reason to exercise. It gave me a chance to socialize with people and it, it pulled me, it pulled me out of that dark hole I was in. And I was just being a negative Nancy and having a hard time getting myself up every day to go to work. And roller derby just made me excited about life again. So roller derby did save my life for sure. Wow. That's incredible. It's incredible how how something <laughs> like that can completely like change your outlook on everything. <clears throat> yeah. It's wild. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and grab the last one. That was a, that was a long that was a long question there too. Hang on, let's grab one more. I also just talk too much, so. 
You can give cool. me a basic yes or no question and I'll still end up talking for five minutes about it. <laughs> That's cool though. You're padding my runtime, so it's all good. <laughs> all right, let's see what we have here. All right. If you lost one day of your life every time you said a swear word, would you try not to do it? Oh, gosh. I have a sailor's mouth. That would be so hard for me. <laughs> I have a hard time with profanities. I try to do, I mean, I can do a lot better when I'm around um, older people and children, but in general, I have a problem <laughs> with profanity. <laughs> uh, if it was going to take away a day of my life, I think I would work a lot harder on it because <laughs> I want I want to enjoy as many days as possible. Whether they be good days or bad days, I want as many as possible so that I can have the potential to live each day to the fullest and have a full life. It would be hard, but I would definitely, definitely do it. All right, all right. Well, boom, that's it. That was the, the crow's nest. I could honestly do a whole podcast on just, on just this. I've done it before. For real, that's really cool though. I love that idea. And yeah, and yeah, it's just another little fun little fun little knickknack, you know, add to the add to the beast that is the one hundred series. Or I don't know yeah. what to call it a beast, but this <laughs> entity that's called the one hundred series. Yeah. This is such a cool thing that you've created. I love like you mentioned earlier that you've had all different kinds of people on your podcast now. And that's just really cool. That's what drew me to the 100 series to begin with, because you were highlighting folks within your community that do all different kinds of things, whether it be art or I think I originally found you because of Lady Gotcha and Darth Baber, because I know them from roller derby community. And I saw that you had highlighted them and I was like, whoa, but you also talked to all these other people that do different things. And it's such a cool way to highlight the diversity within a community and strengthen a community because you see all these different people who do different things that now collaborate and get to know each other and i think it just makes the world a better place i think what you're doing is awesome thank you so much thank you yeah it's been a wild ride these last five years doing this definitely i've met a lot of people i've learned a lot and i think i've built a few bridges along the way i like i will at least i'd like to say that i have yeah, I think you definitely have. I love it. I love being a part of this team. Like, it does feel like a team and it does feel like a family. And it's just cool to see whatever you're going to do next. <laughs> uh, well, one thing that's coming up next, and uh, this is my opportunity to plug some new stuff I have coming up soon. Ooh. And that's, and that's uh, December 11th. I have, uh, I'm working with Young Scrimmage. He's a guy or... He's one of the guys who makes the music for my videos. Yeah. So, um, so we're taking the songs that he's made for those videos and we're putting them all on a compilation album. It's going to be called Sounds of 100 Series. So it's coming out <gasps> on all platforms December 11th. I'm super excited about this. Oh my God. I'm so excited for that. Oh, that's sick. I can't wait. I mean, I'm going to write that down because I don't want to forget about it <laughs> i have to yeah. write everything down otherwise i will forget december 11th 
sounds of 100 series. Boom. That's awesome. I'm so excited for you. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, he's going to have a, a song called Scrim Reaper, which I actually shot the music video for that earlier, you know, pre-pandemic, we, we shot that video. And he's actually, he remastered the track. So it's like a whole new, a whole new sound to it now. And mm. that's going to be only available on this compilation album that comes out next month. So that's one reason right there why you, why you should definitely come check this out. Is to see yeah. the is to listen to the remastered version of Scrim Reaper. I love that. That's so cool. Is this the filming that you did in LA? Um, no, no, that was shot all here locally. We shot oh. it. Yeah, we shot it at the Eastside Sound Studio in East Moline, and then we shot it at one of their one of their shows in Iowa City. We shot some more footage for it out there. So there are oh, shots cool. that are in the city, and then there are shots of just the whole crowd of people and just like random stuff of people on stage. So if you haven't seen it yet, definitely go check out the, the Scrum Reaper video. I might have to, I might have to repost it. Um, Cause yeah. I don't think it's been almost a year since we shot that video. It was, it was literally like January, the end of January, we shot that video. And then like a month and a half later, <laughs> everything changed. Yep. Boom. That's really cool though. Oh, that's awesome. I love that you have been able to incorporate local musicians in with your work. Yeah. And, I mean, you incorporate local people into all of your stuff, but I think music is such uh, a powerful tool to unite people and, you know, kind of uh, uh, spark creativity, I think is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. really love music. About, so <laughs> And and like and one thing is that I'm very particular with the music that I use for my brand. So like if I'm gonna have anything attached to one, myself or two, the one hundred series brand as a whole, like it's gotta be it's gotta be top notch. And these mm -hmm. guys, Young Scrimmage, Fantana, they are absolutely fantastic. They are probably the best music producers here in the Quad Cities today. And for all the businesses out there that need, you know, music, for all the wrestlers with SCW, if you guys need theme music, you better call these guys up right now because you're going to get an amazing product. You're going to get vibes, amazing vibes from each song that, that they have done. Like it has, you feel it. You know how you just feel a song sometimes? It's not like you listen to it, but you feel yes. it. You're going to feel mm -hmm. some amazing vibes when you listen to Sounds of 100 series. That yes. album right there, like that's going to give you the feeling of the brand. I love that. Oh, I can't wait. December 11th. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's And some of the songs on there, they're going to have amazing artists like my cousin Tavian Johnson. My, my other cousin, Avery Pearl, is also going to be on there because I use mostly just the instrumental tracks for my videos. But on the actual compilation album, some of those songs are actually going to have lyrics attached to them as well. And yeah, so yeah, yeah get ready to, so get ready to dance, get ready to work out, you know, because it's, 
it's very, very fun, very high energy music. Oh, perfect. That is what we all need right now. I love to throw on high energy music and you just kind of like let loose and let go and it just puts you in a good mood. Oh, I can't wait. That's going to be yeah, really let me awesome. see. I want to see if I can get to do like a little, I, th I think I have one of the songs on my phone. Are you going to do a, like a teaser, like a little yeah. sneak peek? So, yeah, so here we go. I don't know if you can hear this or not. I was about to like lean in, like. <laughs> yeah. I can hear it. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So. So that song is, is going to be on there for sure. I and love it. I love it already. <laughs> yeah. It already had me vibing. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? I'm actually, when I actually edit this together and I edit the outro for this podcast when I upload it in a few weeks, because right now it's live on Twitch right now, but that's going to go away because Twitch only allows it to be up for like two weeks at a time and then it automatically deletes out. So, oh. so I'm going to actually upload it permanently on Facebook. And when I do that, I'm going to edit in one of the songs that's going to be on the album. So you can get a little bit more of a taste of what to expect yeah. on December 11th. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. awesome. I didn't yeah. know you could permanently post on Facebook. Or I guess, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I still I, don't really know how Facebook works, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's it's up for as long as you want it to be up, unless it's like it violates the po the policies of Facebook or whatever. That's true. Yeah, because I keep getting memories from like ten years ago, and I'm just like, ugh, I was such a whiny teenager. <laughs> Not even oh, ten years ago, I was twenty. <laughs> I was such a whiny twenty year old. And I've been on Facebook since like Facebook existed. <laughs> I think I was. I, I was well. on it. I was on it when it was the Facebook. The Facebook. Oh, yeah. And it was like really cool because you could have like banners and you had like, what was it, top five or top eight friends or something. And it was just really cool. And you had like stickers. I remember putting, or maybe I'm thinking of MySpace. I, I don't think know. That's MySpace. I'm from the MySpace era. I was super emo and like had all that stuff going on yeah, anyways <laughs> let's talk about what you have going on like how can people find the stickers and the pins and the t-shirts and all that stuff yeah if you want a really cool way to show that you support diversity and inclusion in workspaces and outdoor places please go to um, www.society6.com slash c-r-s-m-i-l-e-s -E yeah and that's where you can buy stickers a travel coffee mug a why am i forgetting what my own merch is oh tote bag <laughs> and a can koozie that have the logo on it and it says outdoors is for everyone with a bluegill and the inclusive pride flag in it and it helps support the AFS Hutton program, which provides paid internships for high school students so that they can experience fisheries biology. 
Nice. So, and if uh, you want to know more, you want to like see more, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm most active on Instagram. I have Facebook and Snapchat, but I really, I'm trying to focus my energy more on Instagram because I feel like I can reach more people that way. And what's your Instagram handle? Oh, I changed it. I keep forgetting. <laughs> it's uh, S underscore Miles, M-I-L-E-S, and I think 240, which was my dirty number. Let me check real quick. Something I can't remember. What is my answer? Yes. Okay. S underscore Miles, M-I-L-E-S, 240. Cool. My derby name and number to keep it simple, I guess. Cool. And so, is yeah. the is the S also like your middle name as well, or is that just different? It's not. <laughs> My middle <laughs> name is Renee. Okay. Uh, I just uh, put the S there for smiles. So it's almost S. It's R, but it's that would have been so cool if it was like S and then Miles. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been great. You know what? I'm going to call my parents and be like, you you gave me a horrible middle name. <laughs> you should have made my middle name like Stephanie or Sabrina so that my initials could have been smiles. <laughs> Very cool stuff. Very cool stuff. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else that you want to share or get out there to anybody before we, we sign off here? Uh, hey, it's okay to not be okay right now. Nobody is okay, but we all have each other. Please reach out if you are having a hard time. Uh, I personally will volunteer. I am a safe space, no matter where you come from, what you look like, what your sexuality is, what your gender is. I don't care. Reach out to me. Uh, there are so many resources if you need to talk to someone and know that we're going to get through this together. I have, I have faith in us that we can do it. All right. Well, Cassidy, yeah. thank you so much for coming out here and hanging out here. It's been like, it's like, like holy crap, it's been like an hour. I know. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun with friends. Nice. All right. Well, thank you again, Cassidy. Thank and, you. And thank you at home for checking out the 100 Series Everyday Awesome Podcast. Stay followed to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Twitch now. Ooh. Take care of yourselves. Wishing you peace, prosperity, and positivity. Take care, and as always, keep it 100. Yeah.